I've been distracted with bathroom stuff. Hello and welcome, I'm Steve. And I'm looking for a man who calls himself Brett. <laughs> and this is Fools with Tools, a podcast for the snappy saga maker. Uh, gentlemen, how are we? How is everyone? What's everyone been up to? Al. I thought, I thought you were going to mix it up and go, yeah. Steve. Um, <laughs> me. Yeah. Let's talk about me. That was quite funny, actually. So I've been at a wedding um, this weekend. And one of my mates is notoriously self-obsessed and self-involved. Mm. And um, much to his chagrin, was not a best man or a page boy <laughs> or an usher Ooh. anything like that. So he got put on the naughty table with me. I normally, I normally get put on the naughty table because they know I'm going to get hammered and embarrass everyone. <laughs> yeah. So we were right at the back. It was a beautiful wedding. It was in a uh, like a teepee out in a field. Yeah. Stunning venue. Um, but we were like right at the back, round the corner, you know, away from everyone. Um, and yeah, there's just one bit where they're doing literally doing the speeches, and he was just so drunk and he stumbled all the way up, right to the front of the wedding, in the middle That's of the speeches, enough. and it was like. Uh, uh. Oh, I'm sorry, I, I got lost. <laughs> and he's it, just like, it's it's not about you. Fuck just sit there. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm a day off. That's, um, so, but anyway, that's impressive. Yeah, no, but the, 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 the wedding was, was pleasant. Um, and uh, so the, the groom, my good friend, asked me if I'd just, because a few people were going to camp over, you see, mm. after the wedding. And uh, it was on a farm. And he was like, oh, do you, do you fancy cooking the following day? We'll just have a little barbecue or something, you know, a few of us that are left over. Yeah. I was like, yeah, fair enough. So I, I put my barbecue in the car, drove down. It was down in uh, Maidstone in Kent. Oh, yeah. Nice. Um, and so they, they had the wedding, woke up in the morning, a bit rough, a bit worse for wear, set up the barbecue, and then he'd also brought his barbecue. Same nice. Weber, Weber Master Touch, GBS. Ooh, fancy. Um, and then he's one of... Uh, a twins, he's the, him and his brother. So they both bought their Webbers. So I've got three Webbers racked up. Nice. And then it was like, yeah, this is for more people than you originally told me, wasn't it? <laughs> and then all these people started turning up. People that hadn't even been at the fucking wedding. And they're, they're just filling up this field. Was it just a campsite and you were just feeding random people? Pretty much. I mean, there's people <laughs> I'd, never, I'd never fucking met before. Um, and so I've got this big, beautiful rib of beef on one grill. I've got burgers and kebabs and stuff cooking on the grill and i've got veggies and, and baked potatoes and fish cooking on a third grill and then it was all fine you know drinking beers smoking cigars you know it was fine it was a beautiful yeah. day just had a basketball jersey on you know it was glorious Brilliant. and i turned around and i've got a queue i'm like <laughs> what are you doing and it's like oh um i'd like a burger please i was like i'm I'm fucking sure you would. <laughs> like, <laughs> <did that. laughs> and it was like, uh, when when's the food going to be ready? Where where we have to leave soon? I was like, what are you fucking talking about? Oh my god! And and all the and literally all these people just stood up and was like, um, I would like this. Like, my daughter uh, would like a veggie burger. It was like, I'm sure she would. Like, did you bring any? <laughs> and, and then it suddenly became this weird experience. And then what I realised is they thought I was a caterer. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and like none of them realized that I was yeah. just like one of the guests at the wedding who yeah. just happened to fucking buy my own food and bring it to feed them. <laughs> fucking hell, man. And it was just really bizarre. But then like the penny started dropping on with everyone. They were like, yeah. oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, thank you so much. And like all this stuff. And it's like, oh, this is really nice. And like everyone kind of calmed down after that. But yeah, it was it was really interesting to see the kind of the the time frame that people had mm. and the assumptions that people have based on time. Yeah. Um depending on the situation. Yeah. The second they knew that I wasn't a caterer and they weren't in some way paying for it, even though without paying for it, yeah. they were like, oh, 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 no, it's fine. Honestly, as soon as it's ready, I'll come over. I'm, you know, I'm over there. Just give me a shout. And all this stuff. And it just, like, the, whole, <laughs> the whole atmosphere changed. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was, it was, it was, of course, it was a wonderful experience. But yeah, brilliant. Yeah, getting see, roped into doing the catering. Yeah. As I say, and I, I kind of love the fact that like that, that shift in attitude mm. when someone sees you as a... A, a server or a caterer or whatever and then realizes that no you're you're actually just a person as well and it's like what like servers servers and caterers are people as well why why did you treat them differently i mean it is a weird thing because like a literal field full of people and i mean yeah. and, and but not only that there was like a bank and everyone was sat on the bank so it was like an amphitheater yeah of me stood and they could see i had three i was like a dj <laughs> with these like like 
but obviously I'd space them out so it didn't get too hot. So yeah. I'm running from one to the other, lifting the lid up, turning shit, putting it back down, basting stuff. Yeah, you know, fill it in fish, chopping vegetables, roasting. You know, and I'm like, like you could see it's just me doing it, and yeah. you can see how busy I am. But then, like to top it off, one of the other lads brought his like pizza oven down, and he was cooking yeah. pizzas on another table. So they could see what was going on, like, and you uh, know how long a pizza yeah. takes. You can yeah. you can see them going in and coming out. Yeah, it's not like the, there's a rack of pizzas somewhere that we're hiding from you, but just yeah, the the, the sort of the the assumptions that people make, yeah. and then the way their attitude changes is just so interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking brilliant. Um, but did you have fun? That's the important thing. Incredible amounts of fun. Yeah, it Good. was great. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, I can't wait. Uh, I'm you, can't, you, you will I, have to wait because. Unless say, yeah, you we, get a time stone. Yeah. Uh, well, I was gonna say only another. Th- no, fuck. Three weeks, two weeks, two, two and a bit weeks. weeks. No, because it's it's October, so we're it's in. It's not. It's the end of this month. Is it? No, it's the end of October. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> it's the end of next month, dickhead. Um. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Brett, what about you? What have you been up to? Oh, I feel like we're all dealing with time, timing issues and uh, trying to keep logistics in order. I have been dealing with a lot of cabin stuff and nonsense. I think I may have told you guys about it, but um, I got to send out for um, the actual power company, hmm. sent the check off and uh, got a bunch of paperwork from them. You, hang on, the, the, the Ensign from the original Enterprise. Uh, Check I'm not off. sure I said that. What is this, Red Letter Media? <laughs> Jesus. Anywho, I'm dealing with trying to line up four or five different people so that yeah. all the triggers can be pulled properly. Um, I had the electrician, like the certified electrical company, come out the other day to do the panel setup and just double check everything that it was ready to go. Very simple mm-hmm. project. Um, quite a bit pricier than I expected it to be, but like part of the accepting of, of what it is to own this little home and do the conversion on it. Um, got to call the county afterwards and was like, okay, I just did this. What do I do next? And they're like, oh, you get an assessor out. He looks at it. He's a county person. And then you can tell the power company that you're all good to go. Great. I put in for that. It was a long weekend. So I scheduled it for today. I get a phone call at eight o'clock this morning from the assessor guy who's going to come out here that just says, I'll be there between 11 and 2, which I hate when they give you giant windows like that, but it is a very typical thing. Um, and he goes, yeah, so what are we looking at? And I was, uh, I had the electrical company come out and Edison is basically just waiting. Edison is the grid power company. Edison is just waiting because I've paid them and they already did the drawings and stuff. And he goes, oh, yeah, we we typically don't sign off on them hooking up until you're completely finished with the project and you get your final sign off. And I was like, but I need to work here and and like build stuff. And I was told by five different people that this was the order that I was supposed to go in. Everything has just been this series of people telling me the thing and then retracting the thing. And then whoever's in charge tells me that that wasn't the right thing that their underling told them. And it's, I'm losing my mind Yeah, a little bit. And the guy's going to come out here. He was the same guy. It's the same guy that came out here and did the very first assessment that told me, don't do anything until you get your building permit. Well, that took a year. And now that we're there, I'm trying to progress quickly so we can make all the changes and things that we need to do. Yeah. And sense of time, timing, all of these lining things up correctly is like you try and be prepared, try and do everything right. Mm-hmm. And I'm just getting kind of taken through the ringer right now. And I, yeah. I don't like that. I, I don't want to complain about it because it is just part and parcel to this whole situation. But I'm a little frustrated and I'm just trying to get work done in the meantime and hope things go well. I knew all weekend that today was going to be the day that the guy comes out here. But now, literally right after this show is done with... um. I'm going to try and do a really quick cleanup just to make everything easy for him. And hopefully he comes out and I don't know, he wasn't very chatty the first time because it was definitely like, I think COVID had just hit or Mm. something and it was being a little weird. Um, 
and he just gave it a really quick walkthrough because there was just zero paperwork on it. Now there's tons of paperwork on it. I've done all of these things. I've paid all of this stuff into the county. If he comes out here and gives me that short change, like, no, you can't have power. <laughs> I'm I'm going to weep <laughs> quietly in the corner because yeah. I'll, it means that I'll have to do. I mean, the, the solution is that I have to do everything and I have to wait on the power situation and it won't be until I get done with, I guess, yeah. all of the checklist stuff. But really, like it makes the checklist a lot harder if I can't do all the other stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I don't understand how people don't have a sense of like there are clearly multiple dominoes that need to kind of go yeah. and fall at the same time. But everyone's playing their I'm in charge card. Yeah. And and the trouble is, is a lot of people will only uh, like they're just focused on their little section of that that production line. They don't give a shit about what's before or what's after or how their shit affects anyone else. They're just like, this is my thing. I do it when I do it. And that's it. There's um, such a yeah. weird fucking like tension though because the same people that are like i'm in charge you know i've got the power i've got the control of this are the same people who pass the fucking book yeah and just go uh no, no that's you need form b7 and you need to go mm. and speak to sharon yeah like, <clears throat> i submitted a piece of paperwork <laughs> even before the electrician went out that was like i need electrical on site this is the permit that i've told i have to fill out i submitted it and they actually withdrew it and sent me an email that said please call us, which took an hour and a half on hold only to be told, oh, you don't need that because it's included in your previous building permit. I was like, yeah. that doesn't make any sense because of all the other 10 people that I've talked to <laughs> now. So yeah, like I would love to message you guys just for funsies here <laughs> in maybe an hour or two and go, hey guys, it's all shit, you know, or maybe it's all good. I don't know. I'm trying. No, to it's it's when you have to. It's when you have to like double check, and you're like, "Are you sure the thing you're telling me is right?" <laughs> because person <laughs> X told me this, person Y told me this, and now you're telling me this. Like, and I don't want to tell you how to do your job. Yeah, I, I love it. Wrong. The, the guy's going to show up out here, look at the electrical panel on the outside, and you know there was a lot of cosmetic shit that needed to get done before I got my final send off. So I also have this guy coming out at a timing that I didn't want him to come like nothing's yeah. done up. Nothing's put together. None of the cosmetic changes have done. So he's going to come out and I'm going to go, please just put blinkers on and don't look at anything else that's going on. Cause I don't want him to tell me like, Oh, I can't, I can't progress you because you haven't yeah. even fixed the paneling on the back wall or whatever, or him telling me that the panel's in the wrong position and then going, that's funny. Cause the fucking power company told me it has to be here. And so who's right. Yeah, technically these people, I don't know. It's, anyway, it's been a super fun week, guys. <laughs> I'm just trying to get work done. And to be honest, like staying as positive as I possibly can because things are still progressing. Like I have to look at it as just like we're making progress. It is yeah. a real ball ache and I hate having to deal with this many people telling me yes, no, and otherwise. But it's progress. It's it's something, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I don't envy you in that situation because getting all that shit lined up is a fucking nightmare. I've actually uh, the way that my property works because it's uh, like the building is a shared property, so you buy the free, you buy the lease. I don't fucking know. You buy the free. Um, no, you buy like I think like so. The oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah the management company. Oh, yeah, and it's it's oh it's so we, the scam, Steve. Yeah, <laughs> no, fucking tell me about it until you can sell it to someone else. Yeah. So we're all part of this management company and we have to do like do everything through that. So like the building insurance and everything else basically. Basically, it's the roof. You all share yeah. the roof. That's the yeah. that's the solid boss. Don't you? Um well the roof the roof and like the drains. The drains, yeah. Like <laughs> and, uh, do so, they also like, part, own... of, part of this is the fact that we have to um like have a yearly meeting with like do like proper notes um and meeting um minutes and shit like that um and we have to have a a secretary that does all of the the accounts and everything um and sorts out all the quotes so if if there's work that needs to go into the house um we have to get quotes come in and then we agree on it and if it's to the outside of the house or any of the the land um we will have to pay an equal part so if if my wall like my outside wall starts falling over then Everyone else has to chip in to help pay for it, which is good and bad, and depending on what actually happens. Um, 
but yeah so basically i've like the entire time i've lived here i've let like the the little old women that live here deal with it but the the lady next door that's been doing it for the last couple of years is moving out and the the other two women one of them doesn't even have a mobile phone or a laptop or anything and she cannot just she's just like no i'm not dealing with technology i don't want to deal with it fuck off um and the other one is basically blind now so can't do it uh so it's fallen on me and i'm like oh yeah this is gonna be so good because i'm brilliant with forms and fucking <laughs> accounts and shit like that um so basically we, we've decided that me and the blind lady are gonna like team up and, and do it together and i'm just gonna be like this is what it says and she's gonna tell me what to write so it'd be fine fantastic um, yeah well wait do they also own a portion of your subfloor and the extra wiring that's running underneath your bathroom right now uh no because it's inside the house so therefore or inside the walls therefore it's mine um, um i have but, to throw it your way and see what you've been up to but that photo you sent was delightful yeah so uh that's the the big thing like the non so work-wise we're just fucking busy um we we spent uh, a little bit of time sorting out the all the wholesale orders um and the next few weeks are just smashing shit out to get the wholesale orders done out the door and then we can carry on working on our christmas stock um we've got the the book launch coming up in uh eight weeks six seven weeks in seven weeks uh so it, it is owl it's the end of next month um so i'm looking forward to that like we're, we're getting some stuff ready to, to to do some things there um we're also hopefully i don't know when we're actually going to record the audio for it but we filmed um some stuff to make uh seven short films in the build-up to the book launch itself Ooh. um so it's just gonna be like one minute films on each of the techniques with al reading out the um the like introduction to the chapters um oh, which would yes. be fucking awesome hopefully as long as we can actually like find the time yeah. to make that happen because i think al's expecting me to do it in my evenings and weekends and my evenings and weekends at the moment are fucking full um, to the point where I genuinely forgot we had to record a podcast tonight and I'm now just going to be up till 2am taking tiles off the wall. It'll be fine. Um, Hooray. Yay. Uh, <laughs> I know that that's like a normal occurrence for you, Al, but for <laughs> most of us, it's not. Okay, fair enough. Um, but yeah, so uh, so that's like work stuff, um, which is, is fun and, and busy. Uh, and then home stuff is, I kind of forgot that the plumber's coming next week uh, and thought I had more time than I do. Um, so I spent this weekend ripping up the, like, well, ripping out the last of the bath of the shower um, and sorting out the floor. My brother came around yesterday to have a look at the joists um, to give me some advice on what I can do with them because they've got some some wet rot in them. Um, but luckily they're kind of savable, savable. Um, but there's a little bit of like remedial work that I need to do to just make sure everything's actually safe and secure and sound. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. And I've got about 40 tons of rotting wood and old tiles from. So when well, like the floor was ripped out and redone when I first moved into the house and, and did the bathroom the first time around. Um, but like at the time, because it was my brother that put the floor in and he was like, right, well, I'm going to leave all this shit here and you can deal with it and you can get rid of it before I put the floor up, floor down. And I was like, nah, it'd be fine. Just put the floor on top of it. It's only that like, it's on the floor. I'm not going to notice it, uh, which I didn't for 10 years until now. And I have to scoop it all out and deal with it all now. Uh, so I'm kicking myself for that. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I'm just, basically I'm just working on the bathroom at the moment. Um, I also forgot I need to actually buy like the bits to go in the bathroom, like toilet and bath and sink and shit. So I had to go around every bathroom showroom in the local area on Saturday afternoon and be like, what have you got that that'll work for this that you can get delivered next week? Mm -hmm. uh, and I've, I just basically ended up walking away with a shitload of catalogs going, I don't know what to do with any of this. I don't know what I'm fucking doing. And uh, rather than actually dealing with it and like sitting down and spending the time going through the catalogs, picking out which which bits I want, I'm just ignoring it and hoping it goes away, hoping hoping it resolves itself because uh, that works so well for me in the past. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's that's that. Um, 
But basically, yeah, as you can tell, I, I'm struggling with a complete and total lack of... Uh, I really wanted to say respect for the law then because I, I had the Prodigy song in my head. There we go. I'm going to have to listen to that in a sec now. But no, I'm dealing with a complete and total lack of Featuring Populate itself. Ah, I didn't know that. Good band. Yeah, and like we've all dropped like brilliant little segue hints and stuff like that uh in the build-up to this um so yeah we're gonna we're gonna talk about time um and more specifically uh doing things when you don't have a lot of time is that it yeah 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 thanks (laughs) um so yeah uh any like have you guys got any advice or anything for like what you do when you don't have much time i feel like this is something that we all have quite a lot of of experience with and al i'm gonna go with you because you're both putting hands up and fingers out and I'm not quite sure what's happening. Everyone's so excited. So <laughs> I, really quickly. I've, I've just had a lot of strawberry jam on that crumb. No. So, yeah. You, you pronounced raspberry wrong. Um, I know, it's because they didn't have any fucking raspberry jam in the shop, so I had to get Just walk out the shop and never go back. <laughs> um, number one tip, do it your fucking self. Yeah. Just listening to Brett and hearing the sort of like obviously with like logistic red tape shit like that you can't do it yourself but but that the whole not my job not my responsibility passing the book can't you know blah, 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 just do it yourself. if you want it done if you want it done quickly do it yourself mm-hmm. and, and i don't mean that in like a precious way like i want to do it i want like a control freak way but it was the same with them exactly the same at the wedding and the exactly the same thing happened last week at the scouts and it was like can i can i help you with any of the cooking and it was like I mean, in theory, yes, but if you want it to take longer, yes, you can help me with the cooking. <laughs> and 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 it was like, oh, you know, can I can I get this ready for you? Until the point where it's just it's not ready, and you're waiting for it, and it's like it, the thing was actually meant to save you time, and it's not doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's just about like rhythm, and you know, working in. You know, I I, I go back to like seeing you guys or us guys um, striking. And yeah. just that, that lovely rhythm and getting it right and just being, you know, being in sync and it just being like, yeah, this is fucking working. We're going to nail this. And then situations that I've been in and it could be, it could be anything, you know, it happens at work. And, and again, it's not, I am not precious at work. If people at work wanted to do everything and I could just um, delegate, that would be yeah. heaven. Yeah. But the amount of times where it's been, if I need to stop what I'm doing, get you up to speed, write you a brief, explain the context of what we're doing do it again because you did it wrong anyway and then you know sort of hold your hand through that the whole process it's going to take a hundred times longer so the irony that i don't have time to do it but it's quicker if i do it is largely why i don't sleep at night but also (laughs) it 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 is ultimately the the way of getting things done you know like Mm -hmm. waiting for the people is a nightmare yeah yeah i i only had the one um comment to make about the the triangle that we've discussed before or that maybe people have seen online where when you want something done you get speed quality and cost yeah and you get to pick two of them and the other one fails miserably and it feels like everything that i'm dealing with right now is i i can't control the speed because everyone's telling me what their cruising speed is and i i honestly can't pay more than what these things just cost what they cost so you can't go oh what if i give you an extra 30 percent? will you do it faster that's not even how it works the quality is what seems like it's lacking right so these two other things are controlled but it seems like this quality one i can't control and two it's communication between people and these these teams of people that all delegate different aspects of home building or coding and permitting and all these things and I don't know if within their teams they're tight, but between each other, they like every single person I've talked to is like, oh yeah, we've worked with them before. Oh yeah, we we've talked to them before. Oh yeah, they're trustworthy, whatever. But it doesn't change. Nothing has changed in terms of people saying, oh, I'm glad they told you that because that's the right thing. Mm. I have not had a conversation like that yet. So this triangle that I know I've at least brought up before and Al, it works a lot in the design world um, when you're dealing with clients, but Steve, you guys are churning out loads of stuff right now. You guys are absolutely pinched. You can't make more time in the day and you have quality to stick to. So 
in terms of what you guys uh, charge, I feel like that's where your balance is. Like you have to price things accordingly so that the speed and yeah, quality, I, mean, I don't know. We it, It's an interesting that's one. That's an we're assumption. Actually, like we're, we're actually going through um, like a bit of an efficiency drive at the moment to try and figure out exactly what, where we can where we can make like 1% efficiency. If we can, if we can find 10 places, 10 places where we can make 1% extra efficiency, then all of a sudden that's 10% extra efficiency. Mm -hmm. um, and so we're doing like as much of that as we can, even down to like, we're actually being conscious of like how long we spend on break and, and stuff like that. And we weirdly enough, we're actually spending more time on break by being conscious of how long we're spending on break. Um, but it's, it's just that, that rush through like, um, and it's it's finding ways to do things that that work for what we're doing. So, for example, the the ring bottle openers that we make, we scallop the sides of them, um, and normally we do that hot. But I like every time I've done it, I've always done it cold because I can get just as good a um, texture, just as good a um, uh, like a, a scallop in it. Um, but I'm not having to fuck around with tongs and wait for it to heat up and and do all this. And the the downside of that is it means that you need to leave them in the fire for longer later to build up the nice scale texture. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. my argument is always, well, yeah, but I can, I can like, I did, I think it was 50, um, 50 of the blanks today, just scalloping around the outside. I did that in probably less than an hour. Um, whereas if I'd been doing that, uh, at high heat, that would have taken me all morning because mm -hmm. I'd have to wait for everything to heat up. I'd have to deal with tongs and constantly dropping them and shit like that. Whereas doing it this way, it's just ding, 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 done. Um, and whilst they're like, if we need to then leave them in the fire for a bit to build up that nice scale texture, I could be doing something else whilst they're in the fire. Like it's, it's not the end of the world. Um, mm -hmm. The same as uh, like we had, like like when I was talking about it earlier on, like the, the, the word that came to mind was pragmatism. Like it's about being pragmatic about things. Like it's, it's and not letting your ego get in the way. Um, there's, uh so the traditional bottle openers um we need to make 160 of them i think it is for wholesale um so far joe's the only one that ever makes the the bottle openers because everyone else like because we've only ever made small batches um and it's just it's it's never been worth showing anyone else how to do it um and it's all techniques that we know and like i i actually helped design the original ones so i kind of i know the process i just don't know the the most efficient way to do it so rather than me going, oh, yeah, I'll just go off and do it. Like, no, I'll spend 20 minutes with Joe going through exactly how he does it and how he's like all the efficiencies that he's worked out over the last two years of making them rather than me having some kind of ego going, no, I, I know how to do it. Therefore, I, I don't need to speak to Joe and taking three hours longer. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, it, I think like <sighs> it, it, a lot of it is is being about problem. And also today, like um there was no point in dragging Joe away from what he was doing to work on the bottle openers today, even though that was the next thing on the list, because actually it's kind of an arbitrary thing. And, you know, the, the ring bottle openers need to go out at the same time as the trad bottle openers. So I'll just get the ring bottle openers done because I know I can do them quicker than anyone else. So I'll get them done. And then when Joe's got a bit more time, then we can go through the trad bottle openers. Um, so yeah, it, I think like it's, it's about being um, being flexible as well, mm -hmm. and and understanding that you can shuffle things around a bit if you need to. I think I think that's that's the the compelling bit that you're talking about there, Steve. Is the is the sort of time bank, yeah. And whether it's doing stuff quickly now, um, knowing that it might it might have a knock on effect later, but it's it's more. I don't want to use the word efficient because that just sounds like so fucking corporate, but um, like you said, pragmatic, like. You know, yes, I'm going to have to put them in the oven longer now, but this bit is the, the ball ache bit. This bit is the, the, yeah. the bit that's, that's, that's more stressful and more um, needs more resources. So I'm going to knock this out quicker. But I, I also can, kind of prefer the other approach, which is like kind of borrowing time. So like doing things that maybe take a little bit longer now, um, knowing that down the line, it's going to be so much fucking quicker. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that, and that's something that we do a lot of at work now. Um, is just take like go slow or go fast. I know it sounds like fucking business talk. Yeah, yeah. But it, it it just saves so so much of that miscommunication or so much of that assumption, or yeah. you know, someone doing the wrong task. And even if it's the wrong task for like 
a minute, it can just have this domino effect. Yeah. Where, massively. Oh, shit, I was waiting for that. Yeah. I've not finished it now, but yeah, I thought you were going to do that. But instead, you, you just you take the time, you get it all planned out. Yeah. You know, you you you, you painfully like pay, like and I and I I hate fucking hanging around, right? I need to get yeah. shit done. But it's worth the pain just to make sure that everyone knows exactly what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we we did that uh that was what we were doing last week. Um I actually spent most of the afternoon sat in the kitchen with my laptop out writing out fucking spreadsheets of like all the wholesale stuff, what it was like breaking each rather than just writing a list of like, we need these products, which is what we had originally. It's like, right. And it was, we need these products for these customers at this point. And it was all broken down into like the product for the customer. And I was like, we don't need to know about that in the workshop. As far as the workshop's concerned, that doesn't fucking matter. We mm -hmm. need to know what components we need to make and how many of them we need to make. And we don't need to know timescales. We just need to know we need to make all of these by this date. Right. Um, so I spent ages going through all that. And, and it was quite funny because Al came in at one point and he said, like, over the last couple of years, I've, I've proved to him that doing shit like this is, is valuable and is worth doing. And, uh, and he just can't get his head around it because he's like, no, I just want to get on and just make stuff and just start working through it. I was like, you go start working through it. I'm going to sit and plan it all so that we can actually be efficient and and did just that and so we've got all of the um like all the all of the products like grouped together but it's broken down into what components and even further than that it's we then had a dis discussion of like right jimmy i need you to make all of the like the pan handles this week um whilst i work on the copper so that next week i can start assembling pans and you can work on the copper handles so that the um the week after we can all assemble copper sort of thing and um and just like working out like right what needs to be done when like what's the most efficient way of getting it all done what what is a precursor to this what's a precursor to that um mm -hmm. prerequisite sorry um and and figuring out those efficiencies and like like i said like yes it meant that i spent like two three hours sitting down not working but god that's going to save us so much time down the road mm -hmm. down the road and also it makes it a hell of a lot less scary because all of a sudden, rather than having six different lists of a shitload of products, we've got one list that, yeah, it's got a lot of products on it, but it's all broken down into nice, easy, manageable, bite-sized chunks. Um, mm -hmm. It's like, right, anyone anyone knows, like, okay, if I've not got a... Um, if Joe's not giving me a task, if Joe's just said, well, you've got an hour, just do something, like, they can go over and they can look and see, oh, shit, we need 30 double skewers, so... Mm -hmm. I'm just going to go cut the stock for that. And then that's that ready to go sort of thing. And it just means that everyone's able to work a little bit more autonomously rather than having to wait for, for instruction all the time. Mm -hmm. I know that individually it's, it's very typical for me to spend a lot more time in kind of the pre-production or planning phase of whatever I'm going to make for that same reason. I'm, I'm looking for the, borrowing time moments al like doing things to set them up so that later i have an easier time but steve when it comes to team aspects and i know al you deal with this too um at work out here we don't really do a lot of team projects and even when we do it's like everybody's kind of got their own thing and yeah there doesn't have to be a lot of delegation but i have realized in the past uh either with old jobs or say like working at Jimmy's or doing any of the classes up there where you actually have multiple people involved that delegation is such a skill and yeah. for someone to not, not just bossing people around. I don't look no. at like whoever's in charge just tells people what to do. That doesn't necessarily mean they're good at delegating tasks or delegating work. Yeah. I think you have to be a person that thinks in a pragmatic way or Steve, you can figure out the efficiencies in, cold forming for that one step, the scalloping, because you know it'll save time in the end and you can be working on other stuff while they're yeah. building up scale in the forge. Now, because you have three or four other people in the shop that you're also communicating that to, you have this kind of like double advantage of saying, not only am I good enough at seeing the, the best potential approach to our solution, but I know how to tell people and also explain why that makes sense. If there ever becomes like a challenge point of going, why are we doing it this way? You can yeah. easily go, I'm not going to have a 20 minute long discussion with you. I wish I could just tell you to fucking listen to me, but because you asked, 
let me explain. Yeah. I, I don't think there are enough people in the world that I've worked with at least. And, and that I'm aware of that are good at delegating. They think they are, and they think they have an understanding of time, but they really don't. Yeah. I mean, like I, I get that. And I, I a hundred percent agree. There are a lot of people out there that don't know how to delegate, but at the same time, there are a lot of people that don't know how to take instruction. Um, and yeah, I thought that's what you were going to say. And the, the perfect example. Delegates. Yeah. Uh, is delegates. delegates. <laughs> Great minds. Um, but yeah, like I, there are a lot of people, like sometimes you just need to, um, we've done it with Owl before. Like it's, it's quicker and easier to just, even if you know a better, quicker way of doing it, it's easier just to go, yeah, okay, I'm just going <laughs> to do what you told me because otherwise arguing is going to cause so much fucking animosity and it's going to take so much more time arguing the point that you end up not saving time in the long run anyway. And sometimes you just need to be able to say, yeah, okay. Like for, the perfect example I can think of is in the kitchen or behind a bar. Like sometimes you just need to be able to shout orders at someone and know that they're just going to fucking do it and not question it. Like that, that whole fucking like, yes, chef or yes. Yes. Chef. Yes. yes chef, chef came up several times at the weekend. Yeah. I was like, it, just cut the fucking tomatoes. Yeah. Just fucking do it. Get on. I don't, I don't have time to fucking discuss it. Just fucking do the thing. And, and sometimes you need that. But again, I think you need someone that's, um, that's, that's capable of, of, of doing that. That's got just the thick skinned as well. Just, yeah. just, just be, you know, don't, don't be precious. It's not, yeah. um, it's not a reflection on you. It's not that yeah. I don't have time for you. Yeah. It's like, it's like read the room. And, and I think that's yeah. a really important point. Is, yes. Is, it's a great way of putting it. Is, there's a time and a place, as Brett says, to sit down yeah. and have a, a kind of romantic lesson where we can slowly, you know, it's called fishing, right? Yeah. Fishing, you sit down, you take your fucking time, yeah. right? But sometimes you just need to just go with it, roll with yeah. the flow. Like it might yeah. not be exactly how you would have done it. It might yeah. not be the safest way to do it. It might not be, you know, but just just being able to just go, just say yes, Yeah, I think is a virtue and and is a... A skill that is learnable and really fucking important in some yeah. in some mm -hmm. points is just going. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. I might know a better way. I might know, you know, like driving somewhere. Like fuck me, the amount of time I've wasted in my life listening to other people <sighs> like directions. Or, oh, I I normally go this way. Oh, should we go that yeah. way? It doesn't matter. We've wasted more time discussing it. Let's just go. I I totally totally get this feeling. And on the flip side of it, I'm hit with the uh, these long talk moments or these romantic fishing moments. You know, there is a way that you can build a respect with the people that you're working with where they don't take it personal. Right. Like you can easily walk into a room and go, I'm in charge. Just listen to me and we will make it to the end. Yeah. And you may be good at delegating, but like people are people and there, there's always going to be a different reaction or somebody that's maybe a little less thick skinned in the room um, that may not understand that you're not being personally abrasive to them or, or attacking them. You're just like, we're just doing a job. We're just yeah. getting done. I, I feel like when you can develop that relationship, say after hours, or there's just something that comes out of the job where you really respect the way that people work because you, you realize why they're so kind of bossy or like yeah. pushing you around to do the thing. You realize it's all for everybody's advantage and they're just trying to be motivating to you. The problem that I'm running into now, because I have zero control with these people in these companies, like I wish there was a solution where I could go, Hey, I know there are a lot of people out here that like take you guys for a loop or do things wrong or illegally or not up to code. Yeah. I wish we could get to a point where, I, like I'm trying to do everything right. I'm following all the rules. I'm I'm doing what you guys are telling me to do. But what yeah. you're telling me to do is also getting caught up in all of this shit. And I want to be able to have like a legit conversation with somebody and go, just fucking yeah. You tell me what to do. I'm not trying to own this. Just you tell yeah. me with better direction. And it's like they're not good enough at delegating, or maybe they are within their teams, but they actually don't know how to interact with the fucking people who is their job yeah. to interact with the people but that, that that's the thing is that that's not their job to interact with the people their job okay. is okay is to to 
sign those like to fill out those forms that's that's you're right you're right read those forms and like your job as the person uh going to them is to to take on board what they're saying and to try and figure out a way of of appeasing them yeah exactly yeah like and it, it doesn't even need to make sense it sometimes like like al said sometimes you might know that actually this is a fucking awful way of doing it but i've got to do that to to tick these boxes um and it's 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 fucking shit but i think like just backtracking a little bit to what you were saying um earlier on though like i think the it, it's really interesting you said about um like obviously not everyone's going to be as thick skinned not everyone's going to be willing to do it and the fact that you you know you've it, you do need to take that time to to build that um that rapport and that respect and that that good working relationship um but there are also times where you do need to just go okay i'm just like i don't agree with how this is being done but you know i've just walked into this team or this situation i'm just going to go with it and and trust that the person that's in charge is in charge for a reason obviously you know if if that doesn't um if that doesn't get proved right after a fairly short amount of time then you 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 can then walk away or you can then like hold your hand and go uh guys this is this is bullshit um because i i've I've, like without going on uh back onto fucking door stories but i've had it on the door before where i've had a guy that's come onto a team um hasn't done what he's been asked um repeatedly like in within on the first shift wasn't doing what he was asked to do um was given clear instructions which he then ignored um was brought up on the fact that he'd ignored these instructions and basically just went oh yeah well i know what i'm doing i don't fucking need to listen to you um and was just sent home because it was easier to run the door without that person on the team Mm -hmm. than to try and rely on them and that's the thing is having someone on a team that is and this could be any team whether it's you know on on a on a door in a in a forge in a wood shop in a kitchen anywhere having that that one person that's dragging things down that that creates inefficiency because it it it's it's like a fucking siphon that sucks all of the efficiency out of the room because everyone else is then treading on fucking eggshells around them and is complaining about them and is getting annoyed at them whereas if you just delegate the the extra work that they were going to do to the rest of the team the rest of the team's going to go well this is going to be shit but fuck it yeah let's just get it done because there's that fucking better than them here exactly yeah and and so i think it is important to also sometimes realize and i'm i mean i'm using a a team member as an example but sometimes it's better to go actually you know what that thing that is supposed to be helpful isn't being helpful i need to cut it out and get shot of it um and yeah that that might be a, a an angle grinder that only works if you hold it at 35 degrees and you're fucking around you know about it. my angle grinder <laughs> um or you know it, it it could be any number of things it could be the fact that you know you've got three quarters away through a project and realize that actually the the skeleton of the project is is fucked and you're you're trying to build something around something that that doesn't actually work and it's easier just to go fuck it take it out get shot of it mm. start fresh or yeah. figure out how to do it um, i mean that, that i mean that that's come back to before when we've talked about you know are you making a batch of something or are you making a one-off and yeah um, um but yeah just to sort of change gear a little bit um something i've recently found to be really compelling and kind of testing you is having a time frame on a project yeah and i don't mean they need to be finished by christmas because we've got a christmas market i mean like hourly yeah but, yeah. you know and, and the, the 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 live youtube things have been really sort of yeah they've been fun and silly but to to, to sort of test yourself and go how how actually is my time management over the period of an hour how is yeah. my attention span how is my ability you know foresight and, and kind of judgment of a situation mm. um and multitasking you know yeah. like you know when i normally build a project film a project i can do it at my leisure i can do it in the middle of the night i can you know do it in the shack so you don't know what time of day it is yeah you know there's there's, there's no problem with with how and when i do my work um literally same with my job like mm. i don't i don't have time in the day to do my day job i have to do my day job in the at night or sometimes three o'clock in the fucking morning so i don't have time in the day um but this this you start at 11 o'clock and you finish at 12 o'clock thing is yeah. a really really fucking interesting way to go how yeah. can i keep this snappy how can i keep this short how can i cut the bullshit how can i cut the 
not the showmanship, but the the you know the accoutrement. Yeah, it's like straight to main course. Accoutrement. Yeah, um, and I, I don't know if you guys have ever kind of experimented with that or gone. You know, it's I've got a Brett. I know you've probably done five minute sketches or something yeah. where you've like gone. This is you know, tear it off, throw it away, start again. Yeah, I mean, we we do it a little bit with the the live streams when we when in the first lockdown we were doing the live streams and we were obviously limited to an hour because of the um the YouTube live limit, but it it was the same thing. It was like right, well, we I think we did a, an axe a little while back, but it was like a laminate axe, and I we'd said to like me and Joe had said to Al like you're not going to get this finished in an hour, and the hour that you're going to spend is the most boring part of of this process because it's just going to be an hour of you putting a drift in and forging a blade out that you're not really going to get that far with it so why don't we like jump a few steps ahead we'll do the work beforehand like that boring bit so in the live you, you're just doing the exciting thing and i think when you've got like a, a like a limited time frame to do something in that's where pre-planning comes in and that's where it pays dividends is to to spend a again spending that little bit of time beforehand and going right i've got x amount of time how am i going to do it and you know that that works for something like um like a live stream or, or or whatever where you you know i need to achieve x in y amount of time but for for something like the five minute sketches and stuff like that that's that's an interesting one where it's like literally right you've got five minutes go yeah that i'm fuck knows yeah be creative you have five yeah. minutes go yeah um i feel like the umbrella term of production like when anything is a production there's a reason there's pre-production you know or the planning ahead of time whether it's a multi i don't know multi-stage dinner at catering like you, everything is based on this timing and the, the delivery of the plates and when they all go down when it comes to the the five minute sketches that uh, Al brought up the idea that you're limiting yourself from overthinking is just as advantageous uh, in my mind where you don't get the extra time to either um, over plan over engineer. I mean, you guys are very aware of this because I've talked about it before, but I have a really bad habit of just over engineering like every single project for no other reason than just, I guess I get bored with the the simple version of it. So I just want to have like another little thing that it does or another little function that it serves. And I have a really hard time stopping myself and, and knowing when it's gone too far. Right. Yeah. So those five minute sketch rounds, which I actually ended up doing yesterday or the day before, oh, really? I have to make this, uh, I have to make the mirror vanity medicine cabinet situation for above the yeah. sink. And it's a circle. The mirror is a circle. So I just went, right, you have five minutes to plan this out. And so I, I wrote out the checklist of all the parts that I needed to fabricate. I did a really quick drawing. and was just like, that is literally all it needs to be. No more. Because I already talked to Jess and Ben and Mike about all these other functions. And what if yeah. I had this and it flipped out and then this thing did this <laughs> and then it had a magnet over here. All right, None Laura. of that matters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I... For anybody that's having trouble kind of getting down the rabbit hole, I know we've been talking a lot about like we don't have enough time and we have the thing that we have to do. Yeah. I think just as important is being able to know when to limit your time or when to limit your production time and stop yourself from going too far when you don't yeah. really need to. Yeah. No, I think that I think that's a really good one. Like it's it's in it's interesting how um like that kind of that limitation um can can kind of put the pressure on you to to get out of your own way like because the amount of projects that i've i've started to do where i've like oh because i want to do this and then i can do that and then i can do this other thing and i've had to go like no i i don't have time for all that i need to to limit it down so i can right. actually just get like what is the minimum thing that i need to do to get this working um and i mean we've talked about it before of like how um putting constraints on yourself and on a project can actually make you more creative um and like thinking inside the box or so to speak, um, can lead to some really interesting ideas and just going, you've got unlimited time and unlimited resources. What are you going to do? Like, yeah. I hate that question. I, yeah, I, I freeze awful. up with that question. Yeah. But if you give me like a set of constraints and then say, right, go with it. Not only am I going to... Not restraints. Constraint, yeah. Different topic. Uh, different podcast. Um, 
but yeah, not only am I going to um, to think of all of the ways that I can work within those constraints, but I'm also going to come up with ways that I can circumnavigate them and 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 do extra interesting things with it. And it, you've got it, you've got to save time or waste time, Steve. Oh, that's fucking good. And yeah, and you know what? Fuck it. We're we're running out of time as it is. So I think I think we can call that as uh, as smithing. Okay. Uh, Al, have you got an order? It's Azab. Azab, which means you, my friend, are first. So I've got a twofer. My first one is uh, everyone's favorite um, robotic steamed bun, Niku Mandroid, um, (laughs) a.k.a. Tom, because this week he made some (laughs) trash bugs. And they're really? just lovely and glorious, that, and they're just bugs made out of trash. On his Instagram, how have yeah. I not seen this? I fucking hate. I mean, not, normally he's doing things. he's doing relatively sort of artisanal like craft with liner prints and you know lovely yeah. risographs and, and all this lovely thing. But he just made trash bugs, and they're glorious. Oh, they're fucking cool! And, and I want to make trash bugs. Trash bugs. Oh, man. That's yeah. That's oh, oh I like the I like the boot. Like the wellies. <laughs> yeah, the boot's good. The bee like was the, just classic. But yeah, the beat the bee is just spot on. The the last one, the like elephant spider thing. <laughs> just with, go with it. With ducks. There's probably some deep seated sexual thing inside them, like they normally is with this stuff. <laughs> but, um I th- I think they're just lovely. Yeah, that's a fucking that's great brilliant. show. Well done. But that's only one part of my spiff. Ooh. And I can't believe you two are not creaming your fucking pants because I put it in the chat. I've not clicked on the link because I knew I'd get distracted. So they've dropped a teaser trailer for The Matrix. Oh, Christ. And in two days' time, when this podcast is out, there will be the full trailer. However, oh. I fully enjoyed the teaser trailer. Or should I say trailer? Because mm-hmm. the, you could take the red pill or the blue pill and they're two different trailers. So click on the link in the shouts. And get ready. It's nineteen ninety nine again. Oh my Christ! Okay, I gotta watch two things. I mean, take a, yeah, take 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 a minute. Yeah. All right. I, I'm. Uh, you you watch that, Brett. I'll do my spiff, and then I'll watch that. Uh, wait, hang on. As a yes, I, that is me next. So I right. Whilst Brett watches that, I'm gonna talk about the thing that I watched. So after I've said about the fact that I. Uh, don't have any free time um i like i i basically i when i'm um when i'm working on stuff i quite often will put on like lo-fi and stuff like that. i've talked about it on the show before like i really like having lo-fi on when i'm working because i need i need background noise i can't work in silence it drives me fucking insane um so i'd been listening i'd had a lot of uh music and it wasn't necessarily lo-fi i had a bunch of different genres of music playing over the last uh week or so just on youtube on my tv so my youtube homepage has been quite music centric um and i clicked on a video that i thought was just a version of the song the house of the rising sun um but it was actually a video by polyphonic on what is the house of the rising sun and it was about the the history behind the actual song where it comes from and everything else and like the fact that it uh, it dates back years and years and years, and nobody knows the actual origins of it. Um, so yeah, it it uh, it was this informative video that, stupidly, because I'd clicked on it and was supposed to be reading through some documentation on something, I just got distracted and watched the video. Um, so that was like fifteen minutes of unproductiveness, but it was really good because it really like um, inspired me. Uh, it got me really interested. They the the channel itself polyphonic do a bunch of other videos explaining all kinds of other um things about music they like the the secrets behind someone's voice and um like the the story of this pop star or this musician or this song or anything else um and just yeah lots of really interesting musicy stuff um like behind the scenes stuff and like the meaning behind these lyrics and and everything else um 
and the meaning behind different songs and why there's so many covers of this song and, and yada 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 um and yeah it's just it was really interesting nice. and um yeah it was it was a nice kind of escape from reality for 15 20 minutes sort of thing um so yeah go go check out polyphonic because it's a bit thing um and brett what about you yeah uh nothing to do with today's topic but i wanted to present a new channel that got suggested to me um i've been having a lot of fun watching these but also just listening to them in the background um yeah i'm not able to actively pay attention and i think they're just as good like most of the stuff in the videos is just visually referencing what the guy's talking about but he is an asian lad um i want to say he's chinese i cannot i don't know that for sure but uh he does a lot of chinese oriented videos so i assume yeah. that's what his ethnicity is doesn't really matter except for that it's a huge perspective shift from all of the channels that do this kind of film analysis or tv show or special effects whatever he covers the gamut but it's it always seems like it's the same perspective right it's a bunch of yeah. american people that talk about american cgi or american stories because this gentleman is of Asian descent, his perspective is completely different. And I loved his video where he talks about the live action Mulan that just came out. I never even saw it because I kind of spoiled the pot and read a few reviews and people were very upset about it. It's easy to do that when it's, uh, let's say, culturally appropriated or yeah. or there's just this different perspective of white people looking at it and going, oh, I, we didn't like it because it's bad for Asian people. Well listen to somebody who's actually from the culture and let them explain to you why that means more to their heritage or their original story. Um, I don't know that I've gotten into things like, um, I, I believe this guy was also a film student or, or works in film. And he did a bunch of analyses of Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan and all these other people that we've grown up watching. But again, it's that perspective shift that he's, there's more information there. There's more relevance to why it affected things the way that it did cross-culturally. And I, you know, I love film and TV and I feel like I'm just being educated a bit more on the things that I love, either why, why I love them or why I've been a little bit kind of standoffish with certain things um, without listening to perspectives that don't really mean anything at the end of the day. This guy has been very enjoyable to watch. Um, accented cinema he does a really great job presenting them and you can tell that he clearly has chops in terms of editing knowledge yeah. and production because he just nice. he puts together really good he calls them essays which i love nice <laughs> yeah yeah um, they're good they're awesome good. man i um yeah that actually sounds like genuinely really interesting i might have to check that out um like you know when, when i get in all this free time i have yeah. um just find more time yeah just sleep faster, as Red always says. Um, I think that's it. Is there any other business from you guys? Nope. Nothing? Cool. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that... Keep it snappy, Steve. Yeah. Oh, fucking all right. I was getting there. See, you've just got to make it take even longer now, haven't you? Uh, Callback. Hey. Uh, yeah, I'm sure that I've got some AIB, but I can't remember what it is, and I need to get on with um, ripping out bits of rotting wood um so that's gonna be it um if you want to find us you can find us in all of the usual social media places you can find me at moontrain metalworks you can find brett at skull and spade 13 and you can find al at al's hack shack al's hack shack oh. you had such a fucking deadpan face when you were like it was just like there was nothing and then al's hack shack Beautiful man. Beautiful. Got no way to switch it on. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I'll do it on the night. <laughs> right. Uh, if you want to find us as a group, uh, then we are Fools with Tools pretty much everywhere. Either Fools with Tools or FWT Podcast. Um, the, oh, that was what the AOB was. The challenge from last week, the the little tiny things uh, challenge. Um, I put the, the post up the day that we recorded, I think. And some of the posts and replies in there have been fucking phenomenal um like some of the turners as well like i didn't like generally i don't appreciate turners because they're just fucking around with wood um but 
yeah, it's like some of the things that they made blew my fucking mind. Um, so yeah, uh, if if you're not part of the Fools of Tools group on Facebook, go check it out. Go have a look at that post because there are some fucking cool little tiny things in there. Um, yeah, that's it. So we love you and we'll see you next time. Bye. If you said we'll see you soon, it would have been more appropriate to the topic of the show. But you didn't. Oh, fuck. <laughs>